What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Koban. This is Lift and Learn, episode 12. In this episode, I'll be breaking down some ways for you to stay healthy if you have a desk job or if you're being forced to work from home because of the pandemic. And for the second topic of the day, I'll discuss what you can do to prevent yourself from getting sick. Before that, though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately and that might include fitness-related topics, and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host, on Instagram, it's isaiah.copon. And you can also check out my website, isaiahcopon.com. The podcast is on Instagram, at Lift and Learn Podcast, and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift and Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into the episode. This week has been so good to me in terms of training. So I mentioned last week that I'm in the US where there aren't any crazy restrictions or lockdowns in my area. So I've been back to the gym regularly, which has felt great and been really good this week. Last week was more of a kind of deload week, so I was just using lighter weights than usual, just making sure that my form was on point before I start lifting weight that I was back to before they shut down the gyms in Canada a few weeks ago. Well, yesterday I managed to hit a deadlift volume PR, 375 pounds for 5 reps. I didn't test my 1 rep max, but I haven't felt that weight in years, so it's good to see that I'm gaining some strength. Most of my upcoming deadlift sessions should be volume PRs, since, like I mentioned a while ago, deadlifts are back in my routine regularly. So I'm coming for that 4 plate deadlift in a few sessions, then gearing up to that 6-plate deadlift lifetime goal of 585. I've been working on my sumo stance lately, so if you want to see how that's progressing, then just check out my Instagram at isaiah.copon. So that was exciting for me. Also exciting is the way my clients have been doing since I've been away for around two weeks now. I've been training them in person for a while now, so I'm glad to see that they're still making progress even while I'm away. So I had some video calls this week with them to see how things are doing, and so far they're making gains too. I also managed to add a few new clients over the past two weeks as well, and that actually happened for my website, which I just launched less than two months ago, which is, that's pretty crazy to me that it's only been two months. I now have a new male and female client, and we've started to get things going slowly, and I'm looking forward to this new venture into more of an online business, to go along with my in-person training whenever COVID decides to stop spreading around so much and we have it under control. So far, doing things online has been going pretty well, so I can only imagine what it'll be like a year from now, maybe. But I don't want to get too ahead of myself, so I'll be trying out a few new methods to see how I can expand my business, so look out for that. So the first week I was in the U.S., I'm not going to lie to you guys, I've been slipping and I haven't been doing my stretches and my extra mobility work at home, but this week I got back into it. I've been doing it in maybe 5 or 10 minute increments every hour or so, and it's been great for keeping my energy level up. And it's also been great when it comes to keeping my focus on my work, 
and those stretches, along with my body getting back used to my training, my DOMS hasn't been so bad this week. Last week, my body was so sore after working out. There was one day, I think I did incline dumbbell curls, and my biceps were sore for like four days. Even when I benched too, my chest and shoulders were so sore last week. And even after doing weighted tricep dips, my triceps were sore for a few days too. But like I said, now that my body is getting used to training again, I can go back to my upper lower split. So let's hope that the gyms don't shut down now that I'm finally back in the groove again. The gym I've been going to has some great equipment. They have a 3D Smith machine kind of apparatus. So usually the Smith machine just goes up and down in a fixed position. Well, yeah, they have those traditional ones, but they also have these ones that move freely in the rack. I think it's called like a hacks machine or something. I, I need to get a better look at it next time. But it's been pretty cool to use for things like a barbell row. And I've been hitting my traps in there as well with shrugs. I wish my home gym in Canada or any gym that I actually go to have it. Or I wish they had it. Because you can do everything in there basically. So this week I was also playing around with these gymnastic rings in the gym. I probably look like an idiot playing around with those, but I was doing chin-ups and some gymnastic static holds with those, but yo, those are so hard to do. One thing I wish I was into when I was a kid was gymnastics. Obviously, growing up, it seemed like a girly thing to do. I mean, my younger cousin was in gymnastics for a while too, but now that I'm older and actually into fitness more than I was before... Doing gymnastics as a kid would have built such a good strength foundation for me or anyone in general, so I'm playing around with it a little bit since I have access to the rings. I was always impressed with the strength of those athletes who do the rings, they do like all those flips and stuff, and the pummel, and you know that pummel horse thing? That always looks so cool to me, I always watch that on TV during the Olympics. Anyways, let's get into the topics for today. Topic 1. Ways to stay healthy at a desk job. So this is actually an interesting topic because it applies to a lot of people right now. Even if you don't have a traditional desk job, you may be working from home, or possibly you're out of work, so you're spending most of your days indoors at your house. And if that's the case, then this will apply to you as well, since you're going to spend most of your day in your house, you're not moving around as much, you're not walking around at all. Not even getting up from your desk for lunch, which creates some movement throughout the day. Now, this is going to be different depending on the type of job you have, but if you have a typical desk job, then you may not be moving much. If you don't have a desk job, then some of these strategies may still apply to you, but you have to figure out how much you want to do. Of course, with most of the things when we're talking about fitness and getting healthy, you should always start this process slowly. If you're able to go outside during the day, then this could be as simple as going for a walk daily. If you're stuck at home, this will be a great one for you. If you're somewhere where it snows, then this may be tough for you to do. In Canada, I've heard they've been getting snow lately, so if the temperature is a bit cold, then maybe going for a walk outside isn't ideal. If that's the case, then you can honestly just walk around whatever space you're in. Do laps around your home if you don't have access to a treadmill. If you're at home and you have some stairs handy, you can do that too. But don't do too many levels at once, just start off slowly. Maybe doing only 5 levels of stairs at first. This is going to be tough enough depending on your fitness level, 
and if you're used to taking the elevator every day. If you normally take the elevator every day, then take the stairs. If you work high up, don't go all the way up with the stairs if it's too much. Just try a few levels at once, and over the next few weeks, try to do more and more levels. In a perfect world though, it would be best to go for a walk outside and get that fresh air, and soak in that natural vitamin D from the sun. If you're at a desk job, then try to stretch every hour or so. Now, people may look at you funny for stretching at your desk, but you'll be better off if you do it regardless of what people around you may think. If you're at home, then just take 5 to 15 minutes out of your day, maybe every 1 to 2 hours or so. Just stop what you're doing, just to do a quick full body stretch, even if it's just 5 minutes. Over the course of your workday, that could add up to be a half hour of stretching daily, which would be great for limiting certain issues you may have, especially if you're sitting on your computer all day. You may notice that during the day you're spending hours in the same position all day, and that'll cause you to get tight, especially in your neck and upper back areas, since you're constantly typing on your keyboard. Or even if you're a gamer, this can actually apply to you as well. So stretch and move at your desk, no matter how little. Getting away from your screen to stretch will also relieve the strain from your eyes from staring at that screen all day. These mini breaks could resolve posture issues you might have or may develop, and you get the added benefit of giving your eyes a break. If you're trying to stay healthy, of course, working out is great, and you've probably tried to work that into your schedule, but maybe it hasn't been working for you. You can start this process by waking up maybe a half hour earlier than you usually would. If you do decide to wake up earlier, again, you can just start off with a stretch routine of some sort. Pairing an early morning stretch routine with 3-7 to seven minutes of meditation in the morning could also be a good idea for you. Meditation could mean using an app like Headspace, or it could just mean sitting in silence, calming the mind, or planning out your day, and what exactly you need to do during the day. I like to sometimes do this one. I take about 1-5 to five minutes in the shower, under the cold water, to wake myself up. During that time, I think about the upcoming workout and things I have on my to-do list during the day. That might mean thinking about what clients I have to talk to during the day, or what podcast episode notes I need to write during the day. If you do work out after work and you have a desk job, then you might want to take an extra few minutes before your workout to, again, stretch or mobilize areas that you weren't really moving much during the day. That could mean taking extra time to stretch out your hips, lower back, and especially your upper back area, which includes your trap muscles in your neck. If you have limited time to do a workout, then just focus on the compound movements. So that means like a bench press, a deadlift, and don't forget to do those squats as well. If you're stuck at work all day, then like I said, take mini breaks during the day. It's going to be a great idea to take at least a 2-5 to five minute break every hour. You might think it's actually a waste of time as opposed to just working 8 hours straight, since you theoretically have more time to do work, but studies show that after 60 or 120 minutes or 2 hours, if you do that straight without a break, you actually become less efficient. So force yourself to take breaks, that'll clear your mind and have you working sharper than just constantly working for hours and hours. Of course, it's a good idea to prepare your meals and have good food handy, instead of getting takeout food for lunch five days a week. 
that'll pay off and will benefit you after a few weeks or a month or so. So that could include fruits for snacks as well. Of course, since we're talking about food, it's also a good idea to have some water handy so that you stay hydrated throughout the day. You should have a lunch break at your job, and maybe that means making better use of it. Along with your stretches during the day, pair that up with a quick workout, and I guarantee you'll feel better throughout the day if you keep that up consistently for even just a week or so. Alright, here's an important one. Use your time outside of work wisely. If you're serious about changing yourself, it's going to take some sacrifice. Maybe when you get home from work, you usually just let loose and relax on the couch or bed after a long day and put some Netflix on. Then after, you end up getting takeout food and then spending the whole time in bed, not moving, eating bad food, maybe adding some dessert in there. This will all add up. Well, it could be time to change things up, even if it's just a little bit. A little bit goes a long way in the end. If you have a desk job, you probably weren't moving much throughout the day. And if you're not moving, most of the things you'll be eating throughout the day will just stay in your body and could add extra pounds to you slowly. You might not notice all of the detriments and weight gain all at once, but eventually, if you live this kind of sedentary lifestyle for a long time, you'll notice that you can't move as well as you used to, and all of a sudden you're a few pounds overweight or you're unhappy with your waist size. That's where the sacrifices are going to have to come in. If you used to just Netflix and chillin' all the time, sacrifice one episode to go outside for a walk if the weather permits, substitute one episode for any kind of workout that you enjoy, any kind of movement you enjoy. In between episodes, you can even do a little bit of stretching, or actually, you know what, watch the episode while stretching. That's an even better idea. I've been re-watching a few things on Netflix lately, and this is the exact strategy that I've been doing lately, or even during the summer when I was in my backyard doing stretches. I'll just put on a Netflix show or set up a YouTube playlist and do my stretches while I watch those. It's like I don't miss a beat, basically. I turn on Modern Family or Fresh Prince, and I'll do stretches for 20 minutes, and sometimes that even extends into the 40-minute territory, because maybe I'll watch two episodes while I'm stretching, sometimes if I get in the groove and if I just feel like enjoying the warm weather for a little longer. And there you go, that should be enough tips to get you started if you have a desk job or if you're stuck at home. Getting good sleep is also going to be important, and if you're working at home, then try not to work in the same area where you sleep. Try to designate an area in your house where you do your work, because that may help you get into the zone and could also help you be a bit less lazy throughout the day. I know for a fact this one worked for me, because the way my room was organized before, I never had a computer chair because of the way that my room was set up. But then I rearranged things so that I wasn't just sitting on the edge of my bed when I was working on the computer. Now that I have my computer chair and desk on even just the opposite side of the room, it got me away from the bed because I would notice that I would spend the majority of the day on my bed or in the kitchen. I remember when the pandemic first started and things were shut down, I'd work for an hour, then take a nap for and a half an hour since I was already on the bed. And then when I woke up from my nap, I'd be groggy and wouldn't even feel like doing anything at all, not even working at all. That simple change alone is what basically got this podcast started, and that also helped me get outside to exercise and stretch as well, 
during the pandemic with all the lockdowns and restrictions. Topic 2. How to prevent sickness. Okay, so here I'll be going over a few things that you can do to best prevent yourself from getting sick, even in these times. Now, I'm not saying these strategies will have you immune to all illnesses, especially when COVID is out and about, but they'll give you the best chance to prevent yourself from getting sick. So I'll be going over the best ways to boost your immune system and give your body a fighting chance when it comes to fighting sickness and disease. I hate to sound like a broken record, but similar rules apply to this as they did with the last topic. That means eating and sleeping properly while drinking a good amount of water daily. And that's basically it at the most basic level. Most of your bases are covered if you do those things already. I honestly can't even remember the last time I was sick to the point of not being able to do the things that I need to on a daily basis. I mean, bedridden kind of sickness. It's been years. I do get the occasional sickness, like slight coughing or a sore throat, but I'm usually over it within two days, and I attribute that to eating well 99% of the time, along with doing my exercises. So let's start with eating properly. Now, I already mentioned this in episode 10, two weeks ago, but you should be eating a healthy plate of food. That's 25% carbs, 25% protein, and 50% of your plate should be vegetables and fruit. Getting your vegetables, especially the green ones, and fruits daily is going to be essential when it comes to preventing sickness and staying healthy. That's because those foods are where you'll get your vitamins and minerals, which will boost your immune system. Fiber is also going to be important in this department as well. Vitamin C is also something that can help fight off disease. You can take supplements in this case, but if you're eating citrus fruits, then you should be getting an adequate amount of it already. Getting your vitamin D in is also going to be great for preventative measures as well. If you're deficient in vitamin D, it could lead to a weaker immune system and weaker bones. You can get vitamin D from foods like eggs, tuna, and salmon, which also has a great fatty acid profile. And that's another reason why it's important to get out and enjoy the sun if you can, just so you can get in that vitamin D naturally. Of course, you can do that by going on walks daily or exercising outside. Speaking about exercise, getting an exercise, of course, is going to be another preventative measure when it comes to avoiding sickness, along with tons of other benefits as well. In terms of exercise, any kind of movement will apply in this case. This could mean lifting with weights, working out with your own body, that's calisthenics, or even start by doing light exercise and activity like yoga, or even just stretching. This could mean literally anything besides sitting around doing work or nothing all day. Any kind of movement will benefit you in terms of not getting sick. Exercise could also decrease stress, which is another thing to try to get rid of. Decreasing stress could be another thing that you could do to prevent sickness and disease. Now, there's multiple ways to do this. You can go for walks, exercise, meditate, or do light activities like, again, yoga. Decreasing stress in your life will also increase your immune system function. In a related category, being social could also help you live a more healthy life. In these times, that becomes a bit harder to do, so try to stay in touch with family, at least through video calls, 
especially during the upcoming holiday season where we will all be struggling since we may not be able to see all of our loved ones. Sleep is something I mentioned in episode 6 and has been repeatedly shown to have multiple benefits if you sleep more than 7 hours every day. You'll decrease your chance of getting sick because it boosts your immune system, reduces inflammation, and is a huge part of recovery in general. Something I haven't mentioned on this podcast before are cytokines, if I'm saying that properly. I won't dive too deep into that right now, but basically while you're sleeping, your immune system actually releases cytokines, and these can actually help fight off possible inflammation and infections. So if you're not sleeping an adequate amount, then you may actually have less of these cytokines. And that's just one of the ways that sleep deprivation or sleeping less than an adequate amount may increase your chances of getting sick. Something that could also help you if you frequently get sick is avoiding alcohol. Avoiding alcohol, regardless of what you may see in the media about the benefits of certain antioxidants and wines, is going to benefit you in so many ways. That includes better liver function, more energy throughout the day, and possibly some weight loss. More importantly, since we're talking about sickness, alcohol can weaken your immune system and could make you more vulnerable to getting sick. Another vice that's similar is to, of course, avoid smoking. That'll just increase your quality of life in so many ways that I can't even list all of them. Last but definitely not least, hygiene is something we've been hearing all about this year, especially with COVID-19 going around. It's like we're all little kids. I mean, all you hear on the news is wash your hands. In these times, avoid touching your face and wash your hands frequently for at least 20 seconds. We should all be wearing masks in these times, regardless of what skeptics may be saying. Also, try to avoid being in contact with so many people. For me, what I try to do is either do my shopping online, or when I do need to go out and get groceries, I try to do it as early as possible because during the afternoon, or especially after work, that's where the majority of people will be doing their own shopping. When I was back home, I was online shopping for groceries at Walmart, and they would just send a guy out and put all the groceries in the trunk, which was huge because I was in contact with nobody. And this is also another reason why I like to work out so early in the morning, because it minimizes the contact I have with others. The gym is usually pretty empty during those times. So be safe out there going into the busy holiday season especially when you're out shopping for Christmas presents. Shop online if you can. That's probably the best thing to do to avoid contact with others. And that concludes episode 12 of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole, then please leave a review and comment on iTunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is. Also, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button because I'll be releasing episodes every Friday. If you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.Copon on Instagram. And you can also check out my website, IsaiahCopon.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram. And there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast. Again, thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week with another episode where I'll be talking about if you should bulk or cut if you're getting into lifting and resistance training, 
along with what you should do in between sets at the gym.